let me give you the entire script and then we can adapt it to your situation. So if you were doing this cold and you were gonna meet somebody at a networking event, you walk up to them and you make the introduction and you say, hi, my name is Dave. What's your name? Bradley Sultan. And if you don't say what's your name, they're not gonna tell you what their name is. That's just the way things are. Or they may say just their first name. Hi, my name is Dave, what's your name? And then they tell you. The next thing that I do at pretty much any event that is a business related event is I say, what do you do for work, all right? I don't say, what do you do for a living? Because I found that the phrase, what do you do for work, has more of a down-to-earth feel to it, okay? Now, if you're at a, an event for, uh, for your kid's school, let's say, you gotta be careful because there are people who are, who are there that work harder than we work, but they don't, they don't work at, in an office. They're, you know, they, they, they're raising kids, so, um, you know, so I would, so in that event, I would say, um, you know, what keeps you, what keeps you busy during the day or what do you do? What do you do to stay busy or what's going on? Uh, what are you doing in your life? What's going on in your life? That sort of thing. Okay. And then they'll tell you. And then no matter what they say, no matter what they say, you say, wow, that's fascinating. How did you get into that? What do you do for work? I'm an insurance actuary. Wow. That's fascinating. How did you get into that? Now, listen. Don't say it over and over again at the same networking event, all right? You're gonna look like an idiot, okay? Just say, oh, that's cool. Well, that's, no, it's, that's interesting. How did, you, how did you get into that? What you want is you wanna get them talking, right? You want them to tell you their story, okay? So then they tell you their story. Everybody's got a story. And if they say, oh, I don't know. You know, my, my dad just told me that's what, I, that's what I should do. And, you know, then I, I, I try to pull a little bit more out in them, but we don't, we don't, need, to, we don't need to get into that now. I, you know, what I'll do in that case is I'll say, um, you know, I'll say something along the lines of, and how's it going for you, or how's that working out for you, something along those lines. And then I'll ask them how their, you know, how their year is going, or how the economy's treating them, or, you know, what's happening. Like, for people in real estate, I always say, well, what's, what's going on in the market? What do you think? And then I try to find out from them what their goals are, you know, for the, for the next year or for the next six months. And if people are hesitant, because I work with a lot of lawyers, and sometimes lawyers can be a little skeptical or a little hesitant, right? And they'll, they, they usually don't say, why are you asking me all these questions? Because people love talking about themselves, so they're really into it. But sometimes they'll say, ah, you know, I mean, I'm not really sure. I, my goal was originally to grow my revenue by like 25%, but I'd just be happy, you know, to get one client right now. Or I'd just be happy to close one deal in the next six months. I'll say, to, so I'll say something along the lines of, well, how, does that, how does that happen? Who do you need to meet in order to make that happen? And then they'll tell me, and if I can think of someone off the top of my head, I'll say, would you like some help with that? I mean, I, I, I think I know somebody that I can connect you with. And they'll go, what do you mean? Or I'll say, you know, if I, if I just can't get there, and I'm pretty good at this, so 90% of the time I can think of somebody or I can think of somebody to call to connect them with someone, but if I just can't get there, I'll say, who, do you, who can I connect you to? I'll say, I know a lot of people. Who can I connect you to that, would, that could help you make this happen? And occasionally people will say, well, why, would, why do you want to do that or whatever? And I just, I make it about me. I just say, look, I, I find it really fun to connect people with other people because maybe I can help one of my friends and help you at the same time. And people go, oh, I get it. Okay. So that's, that's, a, that's kind of a script. I mean, there's a, there's a more formal script in the book but you put it in your own language, when you, when you do this, you'll be surprised. People actually want to talk to you. 
because they think that you're interested in them, because you are. You're demonstrating that you're interested in them. What do you guys think? Is that, is that something that you'd be comfortable doing if you, if you tried it a little bit? First, try it with people you know. First, try it with your friends, okay? Hey, how's work going? What's going on at work, you know? It occurs to me that I never introdu introduced you to anybody that added any value to you at work. Who could, I, who could I introduce you to? You know, you can even put it on me if you want. I have people do this all the time, by the way. It works great. I'm working with this guy. They gave me this guy at work to work with, and he told me I got to do this. Who can I introduce you to? No, it works like a charm. You have no idea. You can use that with like 10 or 15 That's people. And be... That's the easiest. Yeah. I'm working with this guy at work, and he says I got to do this. Who can I introduce you to? So tell me, what can I do? I got to make something happen. How can I connect you with somebody who can make a difference for you? Don't you fall flat on your face if you don't know anybody who can, who can, you know. Brad, I'll tell you what. If you don't know somebody, you call somebody. You call me and we'll figure, I'll figure out who you know. I will help you figure out who you... You know a lot of people. You know more people than you think you know. Believe me. You guys all know enough people to do this. It's amazing. Once you get into this mindset... So your mind... In, in fact, we got five minutes. Let me tell, I'll tell you the Muhammad Ali story and how your mind is like a, a file folder, okay? So... Um, if you want to uh, get somebody into a referral mindset, what you have to do is you have to get them thinking about people they know, okay, and people they've met over the years. The easiest way to do that is to ask them about a famous person that they've met. How many of you have ever met a famous person? Pretty much everybody, right? Ariel, you don't know anybody famous? Yeah. You're just busy, okay. Um, so. Uh, what I do is I tell people the story about, I, I'm, a, I'm a huge, uh, I mean, some of you have been on my Instagram or fa Facebook page. I'm a huge, I've always been a huge boxing fan. Um, my, my kid is, uh, is into martial arts now, so we watch fights on TV all the time. Um, and I, when I was a bellman, I started my career as a bellman at Marriott. And when I was a bellman, I got to meet a lot of, here in New York, I got to meet a lot of really cool people. And um, one of the people I met uh, one day was, was Mike Tyson. Uh, he got a he got a flat in the parking lot, I, and I helped his driver change the tire on, on his car, um, and then I became the guy who would escort him in and out of the back door of the hotel during the time he was there because he didn't want to come in through the front door. Um, and then another time, I'm standing in um, I'm standing in the lobby of the hotel, and um, just you know, the middle of the day, and. In the lobby of the hotel, standing right next to the front desk, you know, like a bellman in my spaceman uniform, and I see across the lobby uh, this African American man hunched over with this beautiful woman on his arm, pulling bags. So I'm a bellman, right? I go running across the lobby to grab the guy's bags, and I look up, and oh my God, it's Muhammad Ali, and I was a huge Muhammad Ali fan growing up. So I said, "Champ, can I help you with your bags?" And he's, you know, at that point. The Parkinson's wasn't like as bad as it was like in his final public appearances, but it was still pretty bad where he wasn't talking. And he kind of shook his head, and his his wife um, said, "You know, that would be that would be wonderful. Thank you." So I grabbed the bags, go check them in, take them up to his room. What we did, wh what you do as a bellman is you offer to get like a bucket of ice for them. You show them how to work the air conditioning in the room. I mean, that's that's how you you know boost the tips. So uh, so I said, "Can I get you a bucket of ice?" He said, "Absolutely." So I get the bucket of ice. I show him how to work the um, I show him how to work the air conditioner. His wife gives me a tip, 
And I said, Champ, it was an honor escorting you to your room. I said, um, you know, you're, you're, my, you're the second fighter I've met as a, I don't know, I'm like 18 years old. You're the second fighter, I'm a big fight fan. You're the second fighter I've met. I also met um, Mike Tyson, and he's also a big fan of yours. And he was looking down, and he looks up, and he goes like this to his wife. And I said, thanks again, and I go to walk out. And she said, uh, excuse me, would you, would you tell us how, how you know that Mike Tyson is, uh, is a big fan? And, uh, and I said, sure. I said, um, here's the thing. I, you know, I told the story about Mike Tyson, how I was you know, helping him change the tire in his car, and I also uh, was escorting him in and out of the hotel. Um, and you know, we were talking about boxing, and he said to me, that the greatest fighter of all time, there'd never be another one like it was, uh, like him was Muhammad Ali, and um, and he said that it was his dream to be just like you, and um, and he just like was taken aback, and he looked at me, and he went like this, and I came over to him, and in that moment he went like that, and that was like just it made my life. And, uh, and his wife thanked me and she gave me, I still have it, like a little autographed card because he, he, he couldn't sign so they would give out like autographed cards from his. But I get, I get goosebumps telling that story. So when I want people to tell me a story about a famous person they met, I tell them that story first. What that does is that will open up in your mind, like a, think of it as a file folder, okay? about how, and that file folder is people that you've met over the years. So now you all could tell me a story about a famous person that you guys met, because you just heard a, fam a story about a famous person that I met, and then if I asked you to tell me the name of a uh, really good dentist here in Manhattan who you would trust to, to do a root canal on me, you'd probably be able to think of that person, right? What happens is, we, our minds work like file folders and we put people we met in certain files. So in order to get people into kind of a referral mindset, if you wanted to ask someone for a specific referral and you know they know somebody, you gotta get them to think of people that they've met over the years and the easiest way to do that is to tell them a similar story from your own life.